bags, blow you a kiss. About to take off on my spaceship. Um, hello, Zach. Hi, Omar. How are you today, Zachary? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. I can. I've been so excited. <laughs> when you rescheduled, I was like, bro, I was looking I so know. forward to that. I'm sorry. You know what? This month is super hectic to me. Yeah. So now I know for next year. N- Probably not to schedule anything on May, cause May is already my wife's birthday. It's Mother's Day. It's my daughter's birthday. Happy wife, happy life. Yes, yes. But that comes with you know some struggle and some stress. But it's you know, after May, I'm hoping it'll be a lot better. I mean, I've gotten. I mean, I have like, I think I have like 19 orders for this next month really? in like two weeks and. You know, when we're not recording, I'll tell you who some of the customers are because some of them you know. So since we already got into that, give us a little bit rundown. Give the audience a bit of what you do. So I started my Instagram like in December of 2019. And I really, I had a personal account. And then, you know, I had been baking, but I was baking like, you know, chocolate chip cookies once a week. And I thought, you know, I can bake chocolate chip cookies without mommy. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a good thing. And my grandma comes in and my grandma's a really honest person with me. I don't know about (laughs) other people, but she's really honest with me. Um, And she, you know, goes, Zachary, you know, you, Zachary, you need to make something more than chocolate chip cookies. And so I go, okay. And, you know, of course I, you know cried inside of my head because I was like, why is my grandma not liking chocolate chip cookies anymore? (laughs) You know, that didn't stop her from coming into my house and eating four of them when she was on her diet. (laughs) Um, But, but like, so I started doing more stuff and then I started, I created, you know, my Instagram account back there, back then I think it was like Chef Z, Chef Zachary cooks and bakes. And so it was Uh like this, no, it's Chef Zachary, like, cooking and baking. So it's, like, this huge, long Instagram. <laughs> and you couldn't even, like, fit it in one story. And back then, I was, like, putting the story in the middle. Like, I didn't know how to do anything. Right. And my parents only have Facebook to look up pictures of my sister when she's at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started that. And, you know, that was December 2019. You know, by, like, March, I had, like, 400 followers. Um, and my personal account had less. And So I, when did you start it? You started in when? I started it in, like, December of 2019. December. And by March, you had how many? 400. Damn, so, that's already good. Yeah, that's a good I mean, amount. It's good, but it's not great. And right, but and, it's a good start. But I was I was private. Right. And this, oh. you know, I did a I did a, a little collab with a lady. My parents paid for me to do a class with this lady. Uh huh. And um, we did a cake, and she gave me a bunch of shout outs. And you know, she's like, "You should be public." So I go and I make myself public. Was it scary? Going from private to public? I didn't really have any personal, like, my full name is not on my Instagram. There's a lot of, like, articles in the LA Times and New York Weekly. I've seen that. That have my last name. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I mean, a lot of people know that I'm Jewish, which is, like, my last name kind of gives that off, which is a mm. little bit of a concern because I've gotten, you know, a little bit of anti-Semitism because there's always haters. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> this lady had a million followers, okay? Mm-hmm. She gives me a shout-out after she tells me to make myself public. And so I make myself public, and I gain, like, 10,000 followers that really? week. And my mom, mm, I didn't even know she had Instagram. Or I did, but I didn't think she knew how to use it. I mean, she learned how to DM last night, which was not a good thing, because she's, like, DMing me on all my stories. And I'm like, oh, she has, like, 10 followers. <laughs> um, but, you know, and, and I get 10,000 followers, and my mom comes home from work, and she throws her back down, and she goes, Zachary, why do you have 10,000? Instagram followers, you're supposed to be private. And I'm like, oh, you know what a private account is? You know what a public account is? I'm acting like, you know, my mom is, she's a very smart person. And, you know, I, she doesn't know that much about social media, neither does my dad or most of my family. But, you know, she knows about it. Right. And so she goes, delete your Instagram account. And I go, no way. And she goes, delete your Instagram account. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no way. And uh-huh. she pushed it on me. So I, I, I temporarily disable it so we have the conversation. So no one can see it. Right. I still have my followers. I still follow people. But, you know, like, if I followed you and you had 100 followers, you would have 99 followers when I... Right. But, it, you know, then when I come back. But, you know, then we went over to our friend's house that we've gone on a bunch of vacations with, and we went to Arizona with them, like, the next week. And the dad goes, and we're having the conversation with my mom now arguing. And the dad, he's a little more high-tech than my mom and my dad, um, but mm-hmm. he's not, like, that big on social media. I mean, I think he actually has, like, 40,000 LinkedIn connections and stuff like that, and a, I think he has a lot of Twitter. 40,000? Yeah. Wow. He's kind of a businessman. Mm. You know, um, and he wanted, I just went to Starbucks with him and his son, because his son's, like, kind of like my little brother. And he said, you know, and he wanted me to give 
his name so his, his name is Scott Beck shout out to you Scott if you're listening to this <laughs> but um I'm, I'm gonna send you the link Scott but he he told my mom you can't make him delete that that's awesome and he goes and my mom goes well I don't want him having ten thousand dollars and he and she goes and he goes and he goes set rules with him about it but mm. you know you have to realize that in like in a few in a, you know possibly in a few years there will be companies and restaurants that will pay him to do things and you know now I have like seven partnerships going right now and I have nice. all these restaurants paying me to go eat there and so I was telling him about that today and he's like you know you need to remember that you wouldn't ah. have this Instagram account if it wasn't for me and I'm like I'm like you know he's like don't give me all the credit but you know I, I do always remember you know my mom would have maybe deleted but he kind of talked her into it and so you know there's rules you know lo- no last name yeah and that makes sense because Instagram can be scary, especially for someone like as young as you. It can be scary because I'm sure that you've seen of how it could impact a lot of people. And, you know, like exactly what he said, as long as there's rules and regulations to it, then you should have no problem. Because, I mean, his daughter went off and created a TikTok account a few months later and gained 20,000 followers in like a month. Mm-hmm. She has like 40,000 TikTok followers now. And he goes, oh, my gosh, it's so great. And the mom goes, no way she's deleting it and she still has it <laughs> but tiktok is actually weird like they've striked her because she's a gymnast i mean she used to be a gymnast she's a cheerleader now mm-hmm. but she's done some stuff and she's like posted and she's like in a bikini and they've mo- marked it as underage like nudity how old is she she's 13 but it wasn't even close to being nude yeah it was just like she's wearing a bikini and i'm like I've seen a lot more stuff that's so bad on TikTok. Yes. That, and I think Instagram's filters are pretty good. And I found that people that have, like me, that have over 100,000 followers, like when I report something, it gets resolved in like 24 hours. Oh, really? Like what kind of stuff are you reporting? Um, So a kid at my school actually threatened to kill me on Instagram a few months ago. How do you handle that? We called the police, or we had a friend at the police, a mutual friend, and so it was scary. And the part that scared me was, yeah. you know, the police called his dad, and they go, do you have a gun? Because he threatened to come in with, with his dad's gun. Wow. And they go, and, and his dad goes, no, I don't have a gun. But I used to be friends with that kid, and I knew they had a gun because he said that they went shooting every week. So I knew they had a gun, and so that's the part that scared me. Uh-huh. And so as I was going to a volleyball tournament, and, you know, I'm standing here like this, passing, like trembling because I was so scared. Yeah. But the police basically threatened him and said, you know, we're not going to be able to charge you for anything because sending someone a DM really isn't probable cause for anything. Right. But we'll take you down to the police station and you'll sit with a bunch of drunkies and, you know, meth addicts for 24 hours. And then your parents <laughs> will come pick you up in the morning and it'll be a life-changing experience. Right. So we, you know, we're like, oh, we don't want him to do that. But, you know, I reported that account and it got deleted. But, you know, technically... Like, once your Instagram account's deleted, I think there's 30 days where the police can still, like, get a warrant to, like, see it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's gone. Right. And I think Instagram's filters are definitely better yeah. than TikTok. And I know, you know, there's always going to be haters. And I was always told, you know, we have, you know, there's going to be haters. But, you know, I mean, you know, I get my fair share. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, even in, Instagram's so easy, or even any platform is so easy to talk smack. Because all it is is just words, and I mean, somebody can you can easily delete them or you could do easily ignore them. But when people actually take into action, that's when things can get serious. And and even when you when you confront them, you know, in their face, they'll they're cowards. Exactly, because they're just exactly. gonna sit behind a computer and threaten you. They're not actually gonna do something. Ex- exactly. But you know, like you know, I got something today, and there's like the line between where do you delete the comment and when do you respond? Because this, you know, I did like a reaction video to the egg, to like a, someone cracking an egg with this little gadget. You might have seen it. It was a reel, and mm-hmm. it did pretty well for me. Um, it's not anywhere close to my best video, but it was basically a guy he had this like thing, and he like cracked the egg. And the caption on his video was, "I bought this egg cracker on Amazon, and it didn't work." So I did a reaction. Was like, "You don't need a." You don't need to react. You don't need a. You don't need a silly tool to do that. You can do it with your with a bowl and your counter and or your hands or you know, mm-hmm. and you know this girl comments on it and goes, you know, you're an idiot. This wasn't for cracking an egg. And I just responded and was like, well, that's what his caption said. And she's like, it's for something else. And I knew this girl and I know she's as far from a chef as they come. <laughs> I'm like, don't even talk to me, bro. I just deleted it after she started. She was like, go off, girly. And I was like, okay, buddy. <laughs> so that was already one comment with 
one thread. Do you get comments like that a lot? Mm-mm. No? That was a rare one. I mean, there's always like, oh, you're a sellout, or why don't mm. you go to school, or are you a dumb dropout? And I'm wow. like, and I'm just like, I ignore it. But, you know, like I said, I have like 44,000 DM requests right now. I'm not going to see half of them. I'm not right. going to see a quarter of them. I'm not going to see an eighth of them. Because, you know, when there's a verified person that DMs me, you know, I I wish there was a way where, like, all the verified people that DM'd you could go to a, surf, a specific thing. Right, like a particular box, right? Yeah, message I mean, box. I do like because when I first had Instagram and had a public account, all the messages just went to one thing. Um, but now mm. there's, like, the request, which is, which is helpful because, you know, I don't, like, you know, if my mom DMs me because her, like, she's on her computer and her phone's dead and mm-hmm. needs to say something urgent because, you know, like, I, I mean, I even communicate with you on DM more, like, yes. before I had your phone number. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like I always, like I don't give out my phone number to a lot of people because, you know, that same kid that threatened me, he posted my phone number a few weeks ago and wow. thought it would be funny. And I'm just like, oh, are you kidding me? And I think I got like 75 calls that day. Really? And so I reported it and his account, his Instagram account got striked. Which oh, means wow. like if he does one more stupid thing, his account's gone. It's an account, there's nothing going on on it. No one needs to see it. Yeah. It's, 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 it, no one cares what he's posting. so for someone like you young and then someone has that i mean you've been and you've been in newspapers you've been in magazines you've been you're on the web pretty much and you have you have a pretty you have a growing platform especially on instagram how is school for someone like you so I was, my school was one of the last ones to go back to in-person. I think my mm. school was a little more concerned about it. And they, my sister's school is bigger, so they have more classrooms and they can spread out more. And we don't we don't have that. Um, and so we went back, I, I don't even know when that was. I think it might have been like November. We went back like a week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then we had Thanksgiving and then we were back. But when he set, did this threat in like February, my mom goes, you're staying at home the rest of the year. Makes Even sense. if he's not going to do anything. And I kind of wanted to stay at home anyway because I'm getting so many orders. And, you know, I hope my art teacher is not listening to this. But I had an AirPod in half of the time during art class. Now it's making cinnamon <laughs> rolls in the kitchen. And I had the computer in the other room. Like, thank you, Apple, for making AirPods have good range. Because, I mean, and, you know, I, I probably would have had time after school. But there are definitely times where I, like, I did need to do it. I'm like, you know, and it, it, towards the end of the year when the classes are just kind of doing nothing kind of just like packing up for the year it's like i don't really need to be in it i can just make mm-hmm. something it seems like uh a lot of stuff that i mean what made you come as a as a chef is also just the, the support that you have because my parents are very supportive you know they were not supportive at the beginning of social media um they just didn't think it was important yeah but it, you know it, now there's actually some money coming in they're kind of like mm. Okay. And my now they're more supportive. <laughs> they're more supportive, and um, I mean, my my parents they can't you know sit down at a computer and write a recipe like I could you know, but my, I don't I don't know about my dad, but my mom my mom could bake you know but could bake she can follow a recipe she can do that. I think my dad probably could too. I think it would just take him longer. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, dad. You got to learn how to bake, buddy. <laughs> so now you're you're pretty much a young entrepreneur is what motivated you to be an entrepreneur? Is that something that you see yourself doing, something that you saw from somebody? What made you want to take on this role? So I, for a while, for like four years, from like 2016 to 2019, I was like a little less than four years, I had a car wash business. Mm. And, you know, most kids are like, you know, I'm going to start a car wash business. So that was when, how old were you at that time? My school year's <laughs> over. Um, what was that? Fourteen. Uh, I don't even know. Was like, I think I, I did that when I was like between I was like seven and ten. Seven. Okay. Between like for those three or three years ish. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it was that. And you know, most kids, you know, say want to start a business and they wash one car or they sell one lemonade and then they're like done. That's it. Yeah. But I actually was pretty motivated because I, I mean, I made a website. I wasn't paying like what well, now. I have my own domain, but back then it was like. I think the website's actually still there. It's like dallascleancarwash.wordpress.com. Mm. And I had my price list. I had my membership. I had the, you know, the Clean Car Wash Dallas membership. And it was like every five car washes, you got a $5 coupon. Every 10 car washes, you oh, got a free wow. car wash. Like I thought it out. And, you know, at first I was doing like every three car washes, you got a free car wash. And then I was like, I'm making no money off of this. <laughs> and so then, you know, I started investing. And so I actually bought like a power washer so I could like do the cars better. Because oh, wow. like, 
the hose, it left streaks. And my clients would call me and go, you know, my car just hit the sunlight and I see all these streaks. And so I was like, hmm. Um, and so I did that. And, you know, I mean, some of the cars I saw, I mean, there were people, you They're know. They're brutal. I mean, looked like they went through a lot. Yeah. Plastic bags. <laughs> Cheez-Its. Half eaten. Oh, yeah. I mean, one time I cleaned a dead squirrel off the bottom of a car. No way. Especially here in Texas, I would imagine there would be a lot of things either under the cars or inside the hood. Yeah, I don't. I only opened the hood to do the complimentary wind windshield fluid. Mm. But you know, I did that for a while, and you know, I would go around the neighborhood like once a week and put my business card in people's nice. doors. And my first business cards it said Zachary Moskowitz, and I put my home phone number, and I put uh, Clean Car Wash Dallas uses 100% eco-friendly. Stuff, which was true, but I accidentally wrote echo friendly. Uh, so, was, and so my mom goes, it says echo friendly, you know. Like yeah, that's And too. now I actually like, partner with that company. Oh really? It's called Vistaprint. And I do my business cards mm. through to them, but they were really nice back then. They were just like, they're just like, yeah, well, um, yeah, we can just send you new ones. And they're like, you don't, you're not gonna charge me. They're like, well, for the first time, it's okay. Mm. But I guess I've really just always like, I'm always kind of looking for ways to make money and. Now, you know, people always ask me, so do you make more money off of selling your stuff or do you make more money off of, do you make more money off selling stuff or do you make more money off of, like, social media? And, you know, I'm always like, you know, with the orders, it's more consistent because there's a set price. But I haven't, you know, I know I know influencers that are like, they charge $50,000 for a post. And, you know, I am definitely not at that point yet. I need to probably have half a million in order to be doing that. For a post? $50,000 for a post. And just like, for a post? What does, what does that mean? Like, just for like, a post? like for a, one post on Instagram and some stories. Cause like right now, I'm not even charging $1,000 for posts. And, you know, like if I post this podcast, I'm not gonna charge you cause you're a friend, you know? But like if a company reaches out and goes, you know, we wanna send you this product. And in exchange for the product, we want an Instagram reel and a bunch of stories. And I, I'm gonna be like, well, you know, if it's a company, like, there's this neat, this, this, this sign that you can have custom made and mine's going to say at official chef Z mm-hmm. and they're really expensive because they're really high quality and they're made in right. Canada and they have to import them and ship them mm-hmm. and all that. Um, and they gave me a huge discount in order to do a few reels and stories. And since I really want that, I'm not going to charge them to do a reel. And so that's going to be my birthday present for my mom because they're giving me <laughs> a big discount. But you know, let's things like that. I'm fine just posting about it. But you know, if, if, you know, a company comes to me that I'm not really interested in it, but like I, I'm, I'm interested, but I'm not reaching out to like if I'm reaching out to a company, I'm expecting them to send me a product mm-hmm. in exchange for me posting. I'm mm-hmm. not expecting them to send me a product and pay me. But if like a company reaches out to me for something, uh, you know, I, I've kind of set prices for posts and stuff. And so, you know, like uh, I, people have seen, I did the giveaway for that little garden, countertop garden. Yeah, I saw that. Which, you know, I didn't really want at first, I'm going to be honest, but I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I did like it and so like they paid me X amount of money to post that mm-hmm. and so that's the kind of stuff but I mean I guess really just to answer your question like I really just like I like I like making money on my own I don't like people just handing me money okay you know it would be nice but yes <laughs> well I mean that's it's very important that you learn how to earn it especially you know someone as young as you it's it's good to get that mentality going so that way, like you said, that everything is not not handed to you because in the long run, that's gonna help out a lot. Because learning how to be independent, and I started volunteering at the place I went to preschool to be like a camp counselor this summer, and you know I've a lot of these people have been there for you know twenty twenty five years. It's at my synagogue, which is where I went to preschool, and you know a lot of them know that now I have a big social media, and a bunch of them have come up to me and go, you know. When you were here, I, I knew you were going to be something special because you, you would always just talk to the adults. You never want to talk to the kids your age. <laughs> and, you know, they had to, like, walk up to the adults during lunch and just, like, sit down with them and talk. Yeah. And so, like, that, that, that was funny. And so, you know, now I've seen a lot of them, and they're like, you know, I knew you were going to do something cool with your life. Yeah, that's, that's – that's, and see, with me, it was different because growing up, I, I grew up in a very – like a Mexican family. So every time there was a family gathering, I wasn't allowed to be in there because it was just the adults. And their whole thing was the adults are going to be with the adults and the kids are going to be with the kids because sometimes it may come up where adults are having conversations that the kids probably shouldn't have. 
because you know, you know like uh, you know, kids my age, uh, you know, my friends. You know, we all play video games. We're not huge on video games, but mm-hmm. we play video games. Like I know the people that I've been friends with. You know, I've kind of noticed myself that you know the kids my age that don't have limits on video games to just play as long as they want to, they're mean. Mm-hmm. But the kids that have limits and have rules and have restrictions, they're not really that mean. They're they're pretty nice. And so, you know, one of my friends is a really good Minecraft player, and I don't play Minecraft that much. But you know, we can sit down and have a really mature conversation without being on our phones, without being on our computer, whatever, without playing a game. And you know, I know some people who will sit down and every second they'll be like, yes, like that, and annoying. it's and it's annoying because I'm like, I'm trying to talk to you. I don't need you looking at your Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Yes. And you know, I mean, I don't have Snapchat because. I mean, I know there's a lot of bad stuff on Snapchat. I mean, I made an account one time, and I didn't like it, and I deleted it, and I wasn't supposed to have it, and my mom knew I made an account. I told her, you know, I made an account and deleted it. I'm not supposed to have it, but it's just like, you know, people would shame me for, like, you don't have Snapchat, and I'm just like, it's not really that big of a deal. <laughs> now, but do you also, is, are you all, and, I mean, from what I've seen, you also try to um, teach other kids how to do, um, you know, uh, how to do pastries and stuff like that. How much of it do you enjoy of that? I like it. Um, so one of, so the Real Housewives of Dallas, some of them are some of my big customers, mm. and I went over and took her cinnamon rolls, and she goes, you've got to teach my kid cook, cooking classes, kids cooking classes. And I'd done a few before with, like, my mom's friends, and they'd paid me, but it, I hadn't, like, written out a program. And so basically what I did is I said, you know, I, I, I figured out a price, I figured it out. And, I mean, I have a cooking class on Monday with a kid I've never met before. His my mom, his dad knows my mom mutually because they're both real estate lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, but like you know, uh, I like it, but the kid, you know, the, the kid has to want to do it because, you know, I got started with my parents forcing me to do a class at Sur La Top, which is now one of my favorite stores. And they, you know, I wasn't, like, screaming and crying, you know, like, you know, when you go to preschool, you're screaming and crying because you don't want to leave your parents. But, you know, I, I didn't want to go, and I was like, Mom, I don't want to go. Mom, I don't want to go. Mom, I don't want to go. And they're like, you're going. You're not sitting at home all day and watching TV. Because, you know, and I was, like, eight then, and, and I go, and I do this cooking class, and I come home, and I hate to admit it, to my parents, because I'm like, you know, you never want your parents to be right, and I'm like, well, I maybe had fun. <laughs> and the next night, and the next night I come home, and I say, let's stop at the grocery store. We stop at the grocery store, and I, I brought the recipe from the day, and I made a margarita pizza at home. Like, oops. A margarita oh. pizza? Oh, yeah. What? So, it's just, I mean, it's just like a fancy cheese pizza, basically, uh-huh. but, um, you know, and I did that, and I made the dough, and I made the sauce, and I, I mean, I made the dough, I made the sauce, I put the cheese on, I put the basil on, and I grew, and I put in the oven, but I forgot to put cornmeal. And so we just got this pizza stone <laughs> for like $50. And <laughs> the pizza wouldn't come off the pizza stone. So we had pizza <laughs> chips that night, which were actually really good. But, you know, I learned about cornmeal. I learned that. And, you know, a lot of it is, you know. But, you know, uh, I didn't want to do it, but I turned out really liking it. But, you know, I always say, you know, you, you're not going to really know if you don't try it. And, you know, to all the kids out there, like, my parents always said that to me, and I always just want to be like, no, you don't tell me what I want to do, you know, yes. that. But, you know, once you get out there and try it, you know, it, it's, it's... It might change your mind. It might change your mind, yeah. yeah because, exactly. you know, if I go, you know, this kid, this kid's family that I'm doing a class with on Monday, I've never met him. The mom DM'd me, and I was lucky enough to be on Instagram when I saw her DM, and she goes... She goes, you know, whenever your YouTube video co- YouTube videos come out, you know, we always sit down as a family and we watch them. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And so, you know, I said, and she said, you know, my son loves to bake. Are you doing classes or do you just do them for celebrities? Because I was like, no, 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 I do them. And so, you know, I'm, I'm doing it with this kid. And so basically now what I do is I, most of the time, um, I give out like a shirt and I give out the recipe. But, you know, secret, secret time. I don't give out my real recipe. <laughs> it's an altered recipe because I, I can't share those secrets. I can't share those secrets. But, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. I mean, I got into <coughs> it when, you know, one of the housewives was like, you should do these pot. You should not pot. <laughs> you should do these classes. And I didn't really know how to teach. <coughs> but, um, you know, I, 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 I tried it. And it, it was good. So. Yeah. And you know what? As long as you continue. I, I feel like as long as you continue to do what you're doing, it was, you know, kind of being open to no matter who it is be either you know influencers that are verified or you know these top celebrities or even people that are down here as long as you stay humble then you will earn the respect of many because it's 
People are always trying to tell me you're a celebrity. I'm like, I'm not a celebrity. And I've had, like, big celebrities. Like, Mark Cuban told me I was a celebrity. Oh, really? Because he was ordering from me. And he was like, you know, I want to order from a celebrity chef. And I'm like, I'm not a celebrity, bro. You're a celebrity. Those are my words. And he goes, Zachary, I'm a huge celebrity because I have my own TV show. And he's like, but you're you're a low-level celebrity. He's like, which is still a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, peop- you know, my, my parents don't, I mean, my sister doesn't think I'm famous unless she wants a shout out on Instagram. <laughs> but, you know, my sister is also really supportive because, you know, I have my struggles. You know, there's, you know, kids that are mean. And at first, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I was triggered by the mean kids and I wouldn't post on Instagram for days on them because I was like, you know, but now it's just kind of like, okay, it rolls off my shoulder. But my sister, I shout out to you, Sarah. Like, she's really supportive of me. And she did that first cooking class with me. And, you know, she came home and she made the pizza with me. And I think I was kind of running the show. Cause I was like the bossy bigger brother, and I still am. But <laughs> you know, you know, now she does like this ninja warrior stuff, and y'all have. I mean, oh really? Myra's gonna come over, and I know y'all need to come over too because there's we have a course in our backyard, and so oh. it's really cool. Um, and so she does like these ten foot shades, like it's really really cool. Um, yeah, I have to take. I'm, I'm right now, and I've seen, but I'm training for the Spartan race, so you I, gotta come work out over there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind joining you guys. Maybe we could show each other some tricks. Yeah, she's, you know, and I know she, I think she was going to teach Myra's kids how to do Mm -hmm. some stuff. But, I mean, she swings like 10 foot, like think about monkey bars, but 10 feet apart, and she swings over to it. Oh, wow. Um, But, like, she, you know, like she started a social media for that too, and it's not as big as mine, but she, you know, she she creates good videos and stuff. And But she's also, she's like, you know, we always fight because, you know, we're siblings, but, you know, we love each other and we... We, we, you know, she's very supportive, so. Yeah. So you, I mean, already at your young age, you're already, like, you have orders going on. You have people that you have to DM, including me. And then you also got to get with your, um, with with the companies that are also providing you some support. What are some things that, or how do you handle stress? Like, what are the things th- that you do that kind of help you humble yourself and keep yourself balanced you know funny whenever i am like stressed out about something like if i'm like if i'm you know if i'm in the middle of the day and i'm not doing anything you know on a weekend and i'm just like worried out of my mind about something like i'm i'm you know like for example you know a partnership i started this partnership and you know i had like you know, seventy five thousand clicks on my link and like 10 orders and so i was like these companies gonna be pissed at me because i didn't i'm not selling the products and i go to bed and i you know go to bed one day and i kind of lie in bed thinking about it and i thought about a different way of promoting it so i did the different promotion you know like five thousand orders the next day for that product and so i go okay this company is going to be happy with me now and they are and i still work with them um but you know I guess what really calms me down is that I'm like sitting at my desk, like just like leaning back and just like thinking about something. Really, what helps me calm down is go film a video, cause I kind of have to put on that. Oh, like, really? <laughs> I gotta go put on a. I gotta go put on a happy face when I bake something. I can't be like, "Hey guys, it's Jeffzy. Welcome yeah. back to another video. Today we're doing something boring." You know, you gotta be like, you know, you gotta be the energy. And so, you know, if I'm like really depressed about something, or really sad about something, you know, I can't go do that. But I can film like a reel where I don't have to talk and just be making something, cause, you know, my favorite thing about it is. I love people's reactions to my to my stuff because mm-hmm. nothing is better than fresh cinnamon rolls showing up Sunday morning. <laughs> you know. Are you doing any? Are are you considering of, of doing some any martial arts or anything like that for like self defense or anything like that? So I actually <laughs> am a black belt in taekwondo. Mm. I did that for like I think five or six years, um, mm-hmm. and then I stopped when I started doing some of this stuff and doing other things and. I did, you know, I, I play volleyball right over up here, actually, and, you know, but, you know, actually, like, kind of the cooking stuff is like a full-time job, because I have to, yeah. like, constantly be doing stuff for partnerships, and, you know, I, like, forgot about doing a video for a company the other day, I was doing, it was, it's due Monday, but they're very nice, and they reached out, and they go, hey, Zachary, you haven't posted your video for this week, and I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I went and did that, and, but, you know, like, most places are pretty, they're, they're not gonna, like, you know, you have to, I also have to be careful, I man. I mean, I turn down a lot of partnerships and, you know, people don't, you know, obviously don't see that. But, you know, if like my favorite brand reaches out to me, you know, I'm going to literally throw everything down and be like, let's talk, guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, how was the feeling when you got your first partnership? What 
was my first oh my first partnership with brava yeah so brava is this oven that i love mm-hmm. and it's a countertop oven and so it has a screen on it which i love and has an app and you can see inside of it when it's baking it has a heat proof camera oh i think i've seen it yeah, yeah and so you know they, they're very good with social media they're verified they have to check all that stuff and I actually, what, I was a bad boy, and I ordered one on my dad's credit card without his permission. <laughs> and I had like $1,800. With he all knows the, about this, right? Oh, yeah, he knows Before about I it. Before I blast oh, it on the wor- podcast. Don't worry, Dad, you know about this. He's going to be laughing when I talk about it. But, you know, I did that. I wasn't supposed to, and, you know, get here, and I refused the delivery, and I did the right thing because I realized, you know, it took like a week to come, and I realized it's the wrong thing to do. And I told my dad, like, a few days before, I was kind of like, I may or may not have credit card i'm <laughs> so sorry and um he was like you know i got my phone taken away and that stuff um but you know then i started growing on instagram and i dm them and i'm like I'm, i'd love to collab with y'all i didn't know how to reach out you know now i send a media kit or do something that just has like my analytics but you know i just was like, i literally think i just typed hey y'all wanna collab wanna like w-a-n-n-a i didn't even say mm-hmm. want to i just said want to collab with like a question with like three question marks and they write me back and they go oh zachary yeah we'd love to collab with you and they followed me mm. and it was, i think they're one of my first verified followers and they you know gave me this guy's email and i his name's ernie he's a really nice guy he's their social media person and i, mm. and I emailed him and you know i did a zoom call with them and they you know they really liked me and they sent me the mm. the brava and Thank you, um, FedEx, for losing it. I don't know how you lose a 55-pound oven. This was during the snow. I don't know how they lost it, though. Oh, probably in the snow. Huh. Well, they found it. <laughs> but they weren't even going to They were gonna give them the money back for, like, the product. But, um, mm-hmm. but you know, I, that was my first partnership. It was a really good feeling because I was like, you know, this company is trusting me to sell right. their product. So. Right. How was the – what the – what did the interview consist of when the social, their social media guy reached out to you? It wasn't really more of an interview. It was more of a little bit, a little bit of like a g- introduction, like get to oh, know me. Okay. And then it was how to learn the product. And so like when they mm-hmm. started going into teaching me how to use a product, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're going to, they're going to send me something. Cause why would they teach me how to use it? Right. Just to rub it in my face that, Oh, you don't have it. Right. But I mean, this oven, it, it could do, it can do so much. It's really cool. It can bake, it can fry, it can dehydrate, it can do whatever. So, uh-huh. oh, okay. Now, do you, is there any products, all the products that you usually, that you mostly partnership, are those products that you feel like, you know, are those products that you love and you just want to promote them just because you love those products so much or do you feel like it's kind of like a chore or a job? Um, I'm not going to say this company's name because they're probably going to get mad at me, but uh, I think I, I don't even think I, uh, I can't even say what it is really because they'll figure it out. This company sent me, uh, it's a, I'm just going to say, they sent me a pillow. I've gotten a few pillows, so I don't think I'll be able to figure out who, which one it is. I'll, te- <laughs> I'll tell you when we're not recording. Um, but they sent it to me, and I slept on it one night, and my neck throbbed when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, I hated this pillow, but I had to go post about it. So I went on my story, and I'm like, and my neck is like crooked, and I'm like, hey, guys, it's Rev Z. I love this pillow. And it looked like I just had, like, surgery on my face. I was, like, being so fake. <laughs> and, and you know, so that was, like, I'm, like, I don't know. I don't want to post about this. But with the Brava, it's, like, you know, they didn't. So now from from that experience, did, what, what I'm did a you lot learn? more selective about who I partner with. That's good. Because, you know. Some and that, that, I mean, that I think that's even more important because you obviously want to promote things that you believe. That relate in your brand, too. Exactly. Like exactly. a pillow doesn't have anything to do with a chef. Unless, yeah. But or well, even if it's a, I mean, it, you might think it doesn't, but maybe that pillow helped you sleep better. Exactly. And, yes. you know, with it being a chef, this is what my pitch was, you know. When you're a chef, you have to work long hours. You have to get good sleep mm-hmm. and having the right pillow. And, you exactly. know, you know I, I think like six companies have sent me pillows, but shout out to Purple. Y'all make the best pillow ever. <laughs> <laughs> so what what are some tactics that you would recommend for somebody starting up and, you know, they want to go ahead and get partnerships with these companies? Never buy Instagram followers. 
Never. Mm. Don't buy Instagram followers. Don't buy views. Don't buy likes. Don't buy whatever. It doesn't help you. Instagram mm. will delete your account if you do it. And a kid at really? my and a kid at my school bought my account one time. He he bought like a thousand followers for my account. And he bought it me. And they're all these like Pakistani and Russian people. And I don't have a problem with that, you know, with those countries. But you know, then your analytics is just like all these people from Russia, and they never uh. like your posts. So it's just like you know, you could have a thousand followers. You could have a thousand followers, and you're getting five likes per post. And I know people that are somewhat celebrities that clearly have bought followers because, you know, I know someone who has two hundred who went to a two hundred fifty thousand followers, and her most recent post has been out for two days and only has seven likes. Wow. And so never buy followers, never buy likes, none of that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about social media? I think they've done this. They started doing this before, but I, I'm probably a little bit late to it. But what they're what they're talking about is getting rid of how many likes that you that you get. You mean like getting rid of the count? Yeah. I think there's pros and cons to it because mm-hmm. companies are going to look at you and they're going to see, you know, someone that has five likes, we're not going to work with them. Someone that has 5,000 likes, we might not work with them. Someone that has 500,000 likes, or we're going to work with them, you know. And there's a line, but, you know... I don't know. I think it's controversial. I heard about it like a few weeks ago because a few yeah. of my influencer friends that posted on their story about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm kind of mixed, you know. I would rather it just show views because my stuff gets a lot more views than likes. And that's also like, you know, people have accused me of buying followers, like, you know, kids my age. And I'm like, first off, explain to me how I have 300,000 views on this post. You know, like if you have and, you know, there's ways to prove it because there's like, you know, uh, as far as I know, you can't buy Instagram story views. Um, and so like, oh, right. and so I have like, I mean, one of my stories today has like 300,000 views. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't think you can buy story views. And it's also like, you know, big companies like Bravo, like they're going to look at my page and they're going to go, Oh, this kid completely bought followers or this kid, or, you know, this dude is, this is his account. So fake. Right. Sometimes so, it's too obvious. So huh? really don't do that. And you also, when you're, when you're, when you're starting off and I didn't have time to do this, I started doing it until I grew like over to a hundred thousand. And this is me saying it. Once you get over to a hundred thousand, you don't need to do this, but you have to post like a reel every single day. And for me, that's hard. You know, I'm friends with the Bentist, who's he's an amazing guy. And you know, I'm not saying his job is easy, but you know, filming a reaction video is a, is a lot is a lot easier than going to the kitchen and filming a baking video because I have to clean up, I have to I have to measure out the ingredients, I have to do it, I have to do it, I have to do it in 30 seconds. You know, I love the Bentist's reaction videos. Don't get me wrong, but you know, that's a lot easier than just going and sitting down at the table, and. That's a lot easier than just going and sitting down at the, you know, I mean, that's a lot easier than just going to your kitchen and having to make something. Because, you know, if I make like five ingredient cookies, that's easy, you know, and there's always an easy, and I did reaction videos, but they were easy, they were easy, I mean, they're way easier to do than like a cooking tutorial. Mm-hmm. But you really have to post a reel every day, and, you know, in order to get partnerships, you have to be, if you, you know, if you really like, let's say you really like Sony, Go to their page and go to the hashtags they follow, the hashtags mm. that they follow, and put those hashtags on your post because then they'll go looking at the hashtags and they'll go, oh, this kid's using all the hashtags we follow. Maybe we should look at him. Mm. And that gets a lot of brands to notice you. And also just post on your story, I love my Sony I love my Sony camera. And mm-hmm. mention them, mention all their accounts. A lot of the times they'll reach out, and you'll be surprised how many celebrities, if you ever want to like take a celebrity food, email them. Mm-hmm. Email the email on their Instagram, email their PR person because – a lot of people don't email anymore, but these PR people and these 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 people, they check their emails. They don't check their DMs. Right. So you got to do that. Right. I mean, you're you seem like a very fearless kid. Where do you think you've acquired that from? Or I mean, how that come about? I mean, really, the things I'm scared of are, you know. I mean. I guess I'm scared of being buried alive in a coffin. That's pretty scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't get cell service down there. So, <laughs> And I don't think you get buried. You get Wi-Fi? Ah, I could get a hotspot installed. <laughs> but I think, I mean, yeah, to be serious, I mean, my parents are very brave people. My mom is a warrior. She's run 13 marathons. So she's oh, like, really? she's insane. My dad does triathlons and my sister can, you know, do like 150 pull-ups and mm. not even turn red. You know, don't don't even mention this, but like I don't even think I can do like five pull-ups without <laughs> looking like a tomato sauce, you know. But like my you know my whole family is like you know 
My grandma is very fearless, too, and she's scary. Mm. You don't want to be on her naughty list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, my mom, I mean, my mom wakes up every morning and goes for, like, a six-mile run. Wow. My mom is insane. And, you know, really, I guess no one in my family, you know, when COVID hit, a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. And for the first few weeks, we were pretty scared. But, like, you know, we knew, you know, being a really scared about it isn't going to help us. And I'm not saying I have anything against people who are really, really scared, but I don't think it's helpful to be scared off your mind because then if you're scared and you're really, really scared, you know, you're you're you're, you're thinking 24 hours, what's going to happen? It's COVID and blah, 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 all of this, you know. And, you know, you know, I got COVID in November, and, my, and I was the first one to get it because my mom's rapid test was negative. Mm-hmm. It was a false negative. Oh. And so I got my na- I got my rapid, and it was positive. So I started quarantining in my room for three days, and I was in my room for three days alone. My mom got her PCR test, the long one. She's positive. My sister gets her PCR test back. She's positive. My dad gets his PCR test back. He's negative. Uh-huh. And we go, what? How? So I go out to my dad, and, you know, once we, the three of us got it, we like, there's no way to really, like, unless my dad goes and stays at a hotel, mm-hmm. there's no way to really prevent it. So I went out in the kitchen. My dad's reading the newspaper, and I coughed all over him. Because my dad, <laughs> my, because my dad, he doesn't have, like, any immune disease. And so I'm like, he should get COVID so that we can go travel, because then we have our three months of guaranteed immunity. Uh-huh. So I got out there, and I go with my dad. I'm like, <coughs> I go, like, at the most fake cough on him. And he's kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, you need to get COVID. I did that. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. He thinks he might have had it, like, when it, like, first started in, like, March. Uh-huh. He thinks he may have. But he hasn't done the antibody test or whatever. Um, but, you know, we had our three months of immunity. And so my mom's sister and I, like, you know, we were thinking, you know, if he'd gotten it, we could go to, like, New York and New Jersey and see his family. And, you know, we could go travel and do, like, a little <laughs> traveling. But he didn't get it. And so, like, I know another family. They have they have three kids and the two parents. And the, 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 the 18-month-old, the mom, the dad, and the 6-year-old got it. But the 3-year-old didn't get it. And so they said they were oh, wow. rolling all over the 3-year-old coughing on her, too, because they wanted her to get it so they could go on a family vacation. Oh, my gosh. Didn't get it. So, I mean, I guess, like, so once we got it, we were a lot more laid back. And, you know, I've had my shot. I've had one shot. Have you had it? or No, not yet. What, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Um, well, first of all, you know, during COVID, I, don't, I didn't get COVID. But so, were you were you were you scared? Were you not scared at all? Were you like a little bit? No, and you know, here in Texas, it's just me, my wife, and my daughter. So I have to be on my a. I at least I feel like I have to be in my a game all the time. I can't take a day off. I can't get distracted. I can't take a rest day. It just it's just not part of me, you know. So every day. I have to work out I respect every day. That. Every day I have to eat healthy. Every day I have to take, you know, I take my vitamin D, I take my zinc, I take my B12, I take my fish oil. So I do whatever it takes for me to stay alive and for me to stay sustainable and efficient. So I mean, I feel like as long as I have that, that should be enough. Unless I feel like I do need it, because right now it's not, it's not a priority for me to get it. But if I do feel like, you know, I might, I might get it or it just, you know, it, it's or it makes it obvious that I have to get the shot, then I'll go ahead. Because, you know, if you feel like you're getting sick and if you feel like you're like the vaccine is going to protect you, then go for it. Because my dad, he got the shot a while ago. And, you know, Rosa, you know, Rosa, you know, Rosa, you know, yes. Rosa went and got it at the same place he did. And so did Rosa's boyfriend. Um, and they all got it and they got all got the Moderna and my dad, he was just a little tired after both of them and Rosa, like she felt like all of her bones were broken. So she was like terrible. So I had, I, I, I was like, Rosa, remind me of your address. She's like, why? And I was like, just text me your address. So I Ubered her some food. I Ubered her some, some hot soup from PF Chang's cause I know she loves like the, from the, like the, like wonton soup from there. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and I know that helped her a little bit. Um, but you know, she didn't miss any work because Rosa's really hardworking too. Yes. Um, I really respect that. And but you know, we, you know, my mom's sister and I, my mom didn't get it. She was like, I want the J and J one. Even after they stopped it and went oh, back really? to doing it, I want the J and J one. And so my sister and I got a, my mom got my sister and I appointments at Methodist. Um, and they put a video out of me about me getting it. Um, <laughs> you know, my mom, my mom signed a release, but you know. They, they, you know, and we went and got it. And my mom, my mom didn't have an appointment. It was just Sarah and I. And we go, 
And my, and I said, Mom, I think you should get it. And, you know, we're getting it. I think you shouldn't, you know, she's thinking, you know, well, we're, since we're still immune, probably, I don't want to get it. And I'm like, you know, I guess it just hit me when we're walking in, like, Mom, Sarah and I both had COVID, too, and we're getting it, and you're not. So she goes, fine. She walks in, and she checks us both in, and she goes, can I sign up, too? <laughs> and I was so happy because we all got it. And my mom's like, we all got COVID together. We all went down together. We're going to get the <laughs> shot. We're going to go down together. And I, my arm was a little sore, but I slept so good the three nights after oh, really? I got it. I slept so good. I, I like, <laughs> I, <laughs> it was my first time sleeping through my alarm. Because I have two alarms because I, I don't want to like miss it. <laughs> I slept through both alarms. I was like 50, I was like 15 minutes late to my first class. And my mom gets home from the gym. And she's like, why aren't you in class? <laughs> I'm like I'm up now. Right. So how was how was um, like cooking and doing your normal stuff during COVID? So I lost my taste and smell, and really? I lost my smell. How does that feel it as a chef? Because I literally I I had a ghost pepper salsa from someone. I took a big boy spoon out of that. Nothing. Nothing. I was you run. were you sweating? No. Some, nothing. And now. Ever since I've gone COVID, and I, so I couldn't smell cat poop for five months, and that's my chore, doing the litter box. Is that I, how you knew? Huh? How did you know? Like, what was the first thing where you were like? I was eating pizza, because we do pizza every mm. Thursday night, because our fav- one of our, fav- our family favorite TV shows is on Thursday night. Mm. Um, and I ate the pizza, and I was just like, you know, and I didn't know I had COVID. Like, I, for, I actually, I had a sleepover with a, kid, with a, with a friend the night before. And we were in the same bed, like, watching a movie the night before, and I was coughing, and so was he, um, but he didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, on top of each other, like, all night. Now, I don't uh-huh. mean that in a weird way, but we were right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we were there, and he didn't get it. Um, but, like, you know, it, it's weird because my dad didn't get it, and I thought he was going to get it. Um, but, you know, uh, ever since I got COVID, uh-huh. whenever I peel an onion, I never cry. Really? Because I'd mm. always be, like, bawling my eyes out when I, you know. But it was weird because as a chef, when I'm trying new recipes, I got to be able to taste my stuff and make sure it's good. You know, when I make cinnamon rolls, I've written my own recipe for cinnamon rolls, and I, I'm consistent with it. So I can make cinnamon rolls for an order. But I basically just posted, I think, yeah, I think I posted on my, I didn't post on my, I did post on my main account after we were for sure I had it. I said, you know. I said, you know, hi, everyone. I just got diagnosed with COVID-19. I'm okay. I have very mild symptoms. I've lost my taste and smell. Um, all the orders that I have right now, there weren't that many. I'm going to postpone. If you needed them, I'm sorry. I can give you a referral to another lady or another person to do it. And so it was weird because, you know, I need my pizza, and normally I can taste the sauce. Right. And it's the cheese, and it was just like your – and so my mom goes – if someone can create a pill that makes you like lose your taste for like an for like twenty four hours, and then you could just drink kale smoothies and you wouldn't taste it, so she's like, someone can make a lot of money off of that. Right. And so you know, we were just eating. My mom was just kind of like, well, what's the point of eating if we can't taste it? And you know, I'm like, well, you need to eat. But yeah, we did eat. I think we did try some weird stuff. And I know some people who did like the chapstick really? challenge, which is where you you know kiss someone with chapstick and see if they can do it. And they did a chapstick challenge with COVID because they both had it. it. Was a husband a husband and wife. Couldn't taste it. They're like uh, famous YouTubers, and I think people have gotten really creative. And you know, I I'm 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 very thankful that I didn't get like very bad symptoms. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I wasn't really worried about getting it when I got it. And once we were finished with it, we were just after our two weeks, we were just like, oh, it's a relief. Now after once you're already clear and good to go after COVID, did you get all your smells no. immediately? I lost slowly? my taste for a month. Really, which was hard, but I was still making orders, and I lost my smell. My smell gradually came back over, like, five or six months. Wow. And so it was recently that I could still, because my cat and dog people again, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can smell coffee. But I couldn't smell Febreze. <laughs> I couldn't smell laundry detergent. But it's weird because I can't smell fresh-cut grass anymore. And I know that's a genetic thing, um, but I can't smell wood. I can't smell wood still. Like, really? in Home Depot, when they cut wood, I can smell it. And so it's weird, but, you know, I'm not worried about it. I mean, I don't really care. I don't really like the smell of fresh-cut grass. Wow. My mom does, but. What if that's an evolutionary thing to where COVID cuts out the smells like that. Like the genetic thing. Yeah, the genetic smells that are within you. Discoveries with Omar Zachary. <laughs> 
Yeah, like Zachary I, and Omar make medical discoveries, <laughs> doctor and Zachary. With zero percent or zero years of experience yeah. in the medical We're just industry. talking about it. We're just going to make these bold <laughs> accusations. <laughs> yeah, because I saw somebody like uh, even on TikTok where... Totally didn't sorry. just drop the water bottle. <laughs> I saw somebody on TikTok just when they were in COVID, just grab a like a, a onion and just bite it. Oh, like, I love onions raw. I don't like onions. And the podcast. <laughs> Cancel the podcast. <laughs> Nobody I don't like I don't like onions or tomato. Do you like Subway? Like, yes. I like Subway. Yeah, Rose and I go there like three times a week. I don't think Rose oh, really? likes Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Love Subway. She no. probably doesn't anymore if you take her all the time. <laughs> no, we are going like once a week now, I think, but <laughs> no. And I would get crap on it a lot because for two years straight I was a vegan. And that's a lot we Are you eat. still? No, no. After coming to Texas, a couple months after it just You gotta have that Tex Max. Where'd you yes. from? come from California? Yes, California. Where in California? Chino? Riverside. Oh, okay. Is that near Chino? Yes. Okay. It's like thirty minutes away from Chino. Where's is it near LA? Yes. Well well kinda of, I've uh, only been to like the San Francisco Bay area, so Oh yeah. No, it's like fifty like fifty or forty, fifty minutes away. Yeah. I wanna go to LA. Yeah. I've I when I go to California we stayed we stayed in, in San Francisco in this like really old hotel. Oh um but it was like it's really nice, but they've like redone it. But like it has like it has like nine foot ceilings in the rooms because oh, wow. it's really nice and stuff. I mean, it's not like you know, it's not very expensive actually. My grandma and my sister, and my mom, and I went there, and I went on the fault lines on the map. And we're right on top of a fault line, and I knew exactly where it was. I knew it was right under the tro- the, 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 tro- the trolley tracks that were right next to it. Uh-huh. So every time we walked over, I like jumped over it, thinking that, oh yeah, I'm gonna jump over, it. and if there happens to be an earthquake, it's gonna save my life. But <laughs> I was, I'm always worried. I'm in California, and you know, I stopped thinking about it. But we had, we had the earthquake unit in science the week before right. we go there. We watched the, the video about all the earthquakes in California. I'm like, I'm not going, mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, see, even then, that's crazy because in California. You already get used to the earthquakes. Well, there's 12 earthquakes a day. You just don't feel that. Yeah, right. exactly. And then you people talk about Texas, and they just assume that there's tornadoes and hurricanes all the time. I know, and I'm like, my sister yes. goes to camp in Maine, and the first year she went there, they go, don't y'all drive, her, don't y'all drive around on horse-drawn carriages? <laughs> and I'm like, we probably have more cars in Texas than y'all have in Massachusetts, yes, you know? for sure. I mean, but, like, I mean, it's all the stereotypes. I yes. mean, people think that chefs yes. are all fat. Yes, you're still young. Don't blame it on that, Omar. <laughs> I go on a bike ride every day, buddy. Don't That's blame good, it. That's good, as long as you stay active. No, I mean, I used to be able to eat like six Oreos a day, and I'd be fine. But now, uh-huh. this body doesn't This body doesn't stay like that. Well, you got to admit it. It would be hard to be a chef and stay healthy because people, you has, have people, to constantly taste your food and eat your food. But no? people think that I'm going to eat everything that I make. You know, mm. my dad does, and he's for, he's skinny. I mean, he's not, like, sk- unhealthy right. skinny, but he's, you know, he's muscular. But he's, like, s- fit. Yeah, he's yeah. fit, and he, he's uh-huh. short, too. Uh-huh. Um, I guess whenever he eats a cinnamon <clears throat> roll, he, he literally, it drives me crazy. He works out every day, too, um, or, like, six out of seven days a week like my mom does. But, you know, my mom always is, like, my, 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 my dad, he eats a cinnamon roll. He eats, like, two cinnamon rolls whenever I make them and I have extras. I don't know where they go because he eats, like, two cinnamon rolls a day. A blueberry muffin, a Sprite, a Topo Chico, and um, Oreos, and chocolate from the pantry. And he stays the same, and it's not fair. My mom and I are always like, <laughs> how do you eat all day long and then not gain all this weight? <laughs> like, he, he, he keeps potato chips in his desk drawer. I'm like, oh, oh my god, I don't even like potato chips. And he gets no COVID. No, and he doesn't. He's like the COVID. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So do you do you think ten years from now you'll still be as chefsy? So I get asked this a lot, and I think yeah, because really? I I really want to be a, a baker with my life, and I want to have my own TV show. I, mm. I want to have a bakery, and I really look up to Christina Tozzi, who owns Milk Bar, mm-hmm. um, who we've met on Insta. We've just talked on Instagram a few times, but she. Um, you know, she is on shows, and she also has her own bakeries, and I want to be like that, so. Mm, very cool. That, that f- the phone ringing distracted me. It threw me off. Oh, yeah. I don't How dare you, Zachary? Got to make sure it wasn't an emergency. <laughs> what? No time for emergencies <laughs> right now. <laughs> on air with Omar. 
Zachary's grandma dies while I'm on the <laughs> podcast because I couldn't answer the phone to call 911 for her. It can wait. <laughs> no, that's texting and driving. <laughs> uh, well, I'll make it on mine too. No, te- no, uh, I forgot what I just said. Anyways. Omar has uh, brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, you keep, you keep on making me lose it. Um, do you plan to get... To still have Chavzi when I'm 10 No, years? no, no. Do you plan to get a real, uh, a regular job? Like, when? Like, as in the, like, after, what is it, like, after 16? So, I already started. Uh, can you leave me alone? Well, I'm, I'm busy. I try and vibrate, and it still vibrates. Yeah. Um... No, I, so right now I'm working at my synagogue as a camp counselor, like four or five hours a day mm. with the 18 months old, but you don't really get paid. They just pay you in like gift cards because I can't legally pay you. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll probably want to do that because it's like a reasonable amount of money to be like when I'm 16, they can pay you, you know, and I think it's actually pretty good. Like they pay you by the two weeks and I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably want to do that and, you know, like. Where would you want to work as soon as you start working? I probably want to go work at Macero because it's my favorite restaurant and I know mm. the manager and I'd want to just get the flow of being a line cook because I know everyone thinks line cooks are so bad. A kitchen doesn't work without line cooks. A mm-hmm. kitchen doesn't work without people washing dishes and glasses and plates and yes. forks and spoons and knives. Like, you have to have all those people. And, you know, you might just see the chef come out in his chef hat and, you know, say hi to you and ask how your food is. But there's a whole crew of people back there that are making this stuff, making everything happen. Because, you know, I love North Italia, which is an Italian restaurant. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's more expensive, but it's mm-hmm. really, really good. And I love how they have the glass in front of the kitchen. And you see all the line cooks back there doing mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I think it's it's really important. I, I think, you know, Bobby Flay started as a line cook. Anthony Bourdain, who's not alive anymore, he started as a line cook. And he, yeah, and I read his book. And he told me, don't read that book if you're under 14. Because <laughs> I read that book when I was 13. And it is not good because he talks about some things that happened in the alley after. And they weren't like, it, well, it wasn't crime. It was nasty stuff. <laughs> we can just go with that um but like you know he started as a line cook and he had a chef that yelled at him all day and he went off and had his own show and yeah i know he had some traumatic stuff and it's like because he killed himself but like yeah like it, it's great that you know you eventually build this entrepreneur mentality but it's also good to get to know the struggle in the workforce because i like you know you said be chefsy i want to go to the culinary institute of america or cornell both of those colleges followed me this week on Instagram, and I literally woke up, and it said the Colony Institute of America, and they're verified, started following you. And I was like, what? And I literally, I, I, I went crazy. I started running around the house screaming and probably woke everyone up. But Yeah. But, yeah. I think I do. I, I want to maintain the brand, and, you know, I'm still figuring out what the brand yes. is, you know. So you still have to figure it out. Do you plan to open up a little... Um, chef C bakery shop or something? I mean, right now I'm doing everything out of my house. Mm-hmm. I do have access to a commercial kitchen, but it's not that close. If I have to do a really big order, I would probably go there because they have like the big, huge dishwashers. Mm. They have like, I think they have like six ovens, you know, all that. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, probably. Um, I would really want to have like a little, like maybe like a pop up shop in like, north park mm-hmm. um i know north park is rent is probably insanely expensive um but i mean it's a really good mall i mean maybe uh, i mean maybe like a little shop in the food court or like mm. a little like pop-up thing right at least to get started yeah i mean right now the kitchen at my house is enough but you know i'm mm. lucky enough to have two ovens because without that i probably wouldn't be able to be as sufficient but Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope to have a bakery. I really want to open a bakery in, like, New York or California. Mm. So do you plan not being here in Dallas for long? I don't know. I want to live in Dallas, mm-hmm. but I think I want to have stuff in New York because, you know, Christina Tozzi has stuff in California. She's stuff in Las Vegas. She's stuff in New York, and I think she lives in New York. I think she's from New York. Like, I want to have something in Dallas. I want to have something in, you know, maybe L.A. I want to have something in maybe New York. Mm-hmm. And still live Dallas because you know I don't want to pay the extreme California taxes. Right. <laughs> so with social media and the way that it affects 
kids and and you know with you do you do you find that scary how do you see it in your eyes you know of course no kid wants their parents to give them limits um but i actually think you know are you kidding me um i think it's important that you have limits i think it's important that you know your parents you know i have apple screen time on it i think it's the best mm. one probably um you know so like i think my instagram is on a little longer than my other apps but that's only since i've started making money on it that's like okay maybe you do need a little longer on instagram you know i always can text i can always call i can always facetime um I can always email, but like Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, you know, all my apps, like my, mm -hmm. you know, when I used to have TikTok, TikTok would turn off. Um, I delete, I mean, my parents made me delete TikTok because they just thought it was, wasn't safe. Mm -hmm. Um, they made both my sister and I, I was going to delete it independently because TikTok gets so distracting, but I think it's important that if you don't, if your parents don't set limits, you can set your own limits on Apple screen time and you'll set the password so you know it. But even just having the reminder pop up that's like, oh, you've reached your time limit on Instagram, you know, even if you know the password, it's still like a reminder, okay, I've already been on Instagram for two hours today. I don't need to be on Instagram mm. anymore. So I think it's important that you limit yourself. Yeah, and, and maybe it shouldn't end. It should even go even towards adults because even if you're an adult, you can't sit on Instagram mean, all day. Yeah, yeah. That's, just because you're an adult doesn't mean you also control the time because, I mean, it and that's what's crazy about social media. Sometimes when you're in it, it you just dig deep and time flies by like that. Yeah, you and know. you know, I when I did online school and everyone was doing online school, I didn't have my phone in my room. But when there were only, you know, a few people left doing online school, um, I... I think I had my phone in my room most of the time because a lot of the time, you know, my excuse was I had to scan it. But, you know, if I'm in art, like a, towards the end of the year, my art class, and a lot of the classes, it was just like the in-person people were cleaning up the classroom for summer and for next year and stuff. You know, I literally just, I had my feet up. I was listening to music, you know, like, I mean, I, I just think it's important that you set limits. And I, you know, I, I have an Apple Watch, but I'm not wearing it right now because it's way too distracting. Because when every, even if something buzzes on your wrist, I'm like, oh, what buzzed? Oh, what buzzed? Oh, 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 an Instagram follower? Oh, wonder if it's someone important, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's, you know, like, if you're going to have a phone, you don't need an Apple Watch. Right. If you're going to have an Apple Watch with cellular, take that. Don't take your phone. Because then, you know, you got to look at your phone. You got to look at this. Yeah. It's too much. And you just get stuck in that just rabbit hole. Just limit. You got to limit yourself. Right. So if this famous, famous restaurant would say, you know, Zachary, we have a job for you, but we need you full time and you were, you're not going to have time for school. Would you take it? Probably. <laughs> it depends. If it's like a really famous restaurant and it's going to be a lot of money. Uh huh. You know, I, I want to go to college for the experience, but I don't see think, think I don't think there's a point if I'm already making, like, let's say I'm making, let's just say I'm making millions of dollars a year. There's no point to go to college. I'll be, I, you know, if I'm making consistently millions of dollars a year, after 10 years, I don't have to work anymore technically because I'll be paying, I can pay the rest of my life off. Right. Well, one of the benefits I think about college and stuff like that is the struggle and you really get to Cause I, I go mean, through everything in detail. Because I was just talking to the guy, Scott, who, you know, was the one who told my mom you got to make him keep the Instagram and we were talking and I was talking to him and he says, you're making a lot of money you need to go to college because one the experience and two if you're a business is going to partner with you and you, like you know as a kid most businesses are going to partner with you because you know you're in school you're making good grades all this stuff but you know if you're like 30 and you didn't go to college you don't have any degrees it's going to be like oh it's just like a there's going to be this 30 year old that you know sits at home and make cooking videos you know you know going to college and getting a degree it's going to get you a little more respect mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite dishes that you make personally. I, get, I get asked this a lot i don't really have a favorite um i'm gonna bring you something if you live near rosa we're mm -hmm. gonna i'm gonna be going up there a lot during the summer um to see myra and stuff but i'm gonna bring you something but all right my original is the s'mores brownies and so they have three different kinds of chocolate graham crackers mixed in and then toasted marshmallows on top mm. so they're kind of like a dream Mm -hmm. and then probably cinnamon rolls and I, I i used to hate making cakes i hated decorating cakes and now i'm pretty good at it i love decorating cakes now i, li I like cakes you know but i don't like cake personally mm -hmm. i like those nothing bun cakes 
Oh, yeah, those are delicious. good. I think I'm actually doing something with them soon. But, like, uh, yeah, I think it's probably s'mores brownies because it's it's my sister's favorite thing. Now, do you use, like, organic ingredients? Do you just bring in whatever's at the store? Are you picky with your ingredients, with your products? How do you do? I'm too picky. Um... I am a partner with Baker's Chocolate, mm. and so I, before I was even, I haven't started my partnership with them yet, but before I even, you know, talk to them, I already use their chocolate because I, you know, when the, the key to making the perfect brownie mm-hmm. is you have to use a bitter or an unsweet and a semi-sweet because if you just use semi-sweet, it's kind of just like a chocolate chip cookie. Just think about the chocolate and the chocolate cookies with some flour, mm. you know, so I use... Bittersweet, semi-sweet, and unsweet, because that makes the perfect blend of chocolate. And so I use the unsweetened baker chocolate, the bittersweet baker chocolate, and then the semi-sweet Ghirardelli chocolate. Mm. And so all of those are, I think they are organic, um, but they're very high-quality chocolates. I don't, you know, if I'm doing a catering event and I'm like for my family, if I buy a $15 pound of mozzarella from my favorite mozzarella cheese, just for a family, like to be honest, I'm not going to do that for a catering event because if I have to make 16 pizzas and I'm going to, I'm only charging $40 per person. If you think about 15 times 16, that's a lot of money. Yep. That's a lot. Alrighty, Zach. So we've come to our one hour podcast uh, again. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's so fun. And, you know, I like to talk to people that also are starting up at the beginning. And even for me that I started this podcast now and kind of see where we end up 10 years from now. <laughs> and, you know, I can't wait to see what you've done or what you've become 10 years from now. And, you know, I just want to say good luck to you and take care and if you could just tell the audience and the people listening where they can reach you where they can follow you and you know where they can find you okay well thank you so much for having me i was i'm so excited i've always wanted to be on a podcast um (laughs) it's just so fun i like love the studio vibes the light the camera the the mic the there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, where you can find me, Instagram, at OfficialChefZ. Don't try to DM me. If I don't follow you, I won't see your DM. Um, OfficialChefZ at gmail.com for really whatever, PR, inquiries, orders, whatever. And then the website, thechefzcafe.com. That's T-H-E-C-H-E-F-Z-S-C-A-F-E.com. Um and yeah, I mean, thank you so much for having me. And you're on YouTube also. Oh yeah, right? it's just Chef, I think it's just Chef Zachary M or the Zachary M. That's and what do you do there on your YouTube videos? YouTube is I do like longer videos, like okay. my longer videos. So check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome, thank you for coming on. No problem. All right, bye everybody. Bye. I'ma go way up. I picture myself with a smile when I feel the weight off. I've been having this dream for a while. Been taking the pain off.